Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power. This is the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode 279. This week in Toy Power, we're taking a look at all things Masters of the Universe in our Masters of the Universe introspective episode. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Scotty. Hello there. And Frank. Hello, hello. And it's a new topic. It's mm-hmm. a new topic by the brainchild of Scotty here. No theme music yet. No, but is that that, a, that's, uh, that's coming. A we'll work see. in progress? We'll see. We'll, uh, you know, at the time of recording, there isn't. But we've got a bit before this episode sort of hits the airwaves. There might okay. be some time in there. Insert something in there. What are we feeling? Is it a bit of a, you know... I like James Gunn and his um, intro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it works. It's, that's now recorded. Just, yeah, get that in there. Just add a few effects to that. What about a, a dance routine? Can we hit the? Uh, can we? Can we challenge Scotty the Toy Hunter to a, a million dollar, a million hit? Twi- um, what is it? What is it? Uh, TikTok. TikTok. TikTok <laughs> million views. I don't so know. I, I, we, we, we we get out the thing and we put it on the on that new hip fangled thing that all the kids are doing. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. So TikTok. You need TikTok. a stylus for your record player, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Scotty, dear. take us like introspective. Introspective. Tell us, tell us what we're doing here. I had a brainwave. I had a vision. Yes. A few weeks ago, the word introspective popped into my head, and I thought, hmm, what could we do an introspective on? Toys, of course, because that's what we're all about. For sure. What does it mean? What is good? What well. <laughs> Introspective. So everyone would be aware of the word introspective, which is the ability to look at oneself, to evaluate oneself. Introspective, as it turns out, as I looked up in the Webster's Dictionary for a definition, is a made-up word. (laughs) I don't know where this came So we're making up the topic as we go. Not unusual for us, I've got to be honest. No, we're just getting a whole new level of creativity. (laughs) So this is like uh, the, the Dharma Initiative. Are we sort of getting our inner Zen and feeling what comes out when we turn the microscope on ourselves? Is this that, is exactly uh, what I want you to do, yeah. boys. You have <laughs> talked about toys factually for a right. long time, 278 episodes. Mm-hmm. This time, you guys get to look at the toys and you get to tell us what your emotional attachment is, what your feelings are towards these figures. Ah, I you like it. You get mm-hmm. to... Tell us what it all means to you. You're going to have an introspective on a toy line. I like it. Yeah, I like okay. it. Okay, right. and and I, I like how. So just to give the audience a view of what we've sort of come up with. So we're obviously talking Masters of the Universe, and we've sort of narrowed it down to four of their key toy lines. So this could be cut, copy, paste done in Ninja Turtles. This could be cut, copy, paste done into our um, you know lyrical that we know so much about GI Joe. You yes. know? <laughs> uh, this could even be you know flipped on its head and done on Lego. You know, did a couple of Ooh, different properties of yes. city versus space versus the pirate. You know. Yep. 
um, I, I think this is fantastic, and we've sort of nutted like very vaguely, but we've sort of nutted out some key aspects uh, that we want to hit. You know, topics mm. that we want to hit for each of the um, toy line uh, sublines and things. So I'm quite excited to uh, chat. And and of masters, what better way to yeah. kick off the yes. introspective uh, analysis? Absolutely. Yeah, I'd like it. to thank Ben for spoiling all of our content for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, you know, yeah. All right, so we'll, we'll scrub that out and just put a noise over it. Yeah, <laughs> can add that to the mixing desk <laughs> and just uh... Every, at the end of this episode, everyone's just got to record just a random sound effect, and I'll just yeah. dubstep them all together. Yeah, <laughs> there's our there's our song. <laughs> Righto, so Masters of the Universe, forty mm-hmm. years old. It is, isn't it? I feel old, don't yeah. I? Dang. It does yes. kind of uh, age us a fair it bit. Does. Uh, it does. Imagine if you were old enough to get them as a kid when they very first came out. Yeah. Oh. And appreciate them because you were old enough to appreciate toys. Yeah. <laughs> no, they just got thrown around the backyard, yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So from this franchise, we have chosen four toy lines that we're yep. very happy to, to talk about. We've obviously gone with the vintage toy line. Yes. What year did that come out, guys? It's an 82. 82, yeah. yep. Uh, how many toys roughly came out? Oof, including question. vehicles, we've got down here 153, but I think there were like only 70... 70-ish figures. 70-ish yeah. figures, yeah, figures. Yeah, yeah, the actual figures. Um, as, as the person who put that on there, and thanks to my databases, yep. uh, yeah, that, so that... That's items, so that's your... Weapons packs. Your meteor, your, your snake mountains, your, your beasts, sets, vehicles, everything. Yeah. 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 yeah, it sounds about right. Zors quite, and beasts. I mean, it was a big line yeah. for the time. Yeah, massive. It's pretty big Five for the 80s. years it went yeah, for? Yeah, yeah. I think it died around 87, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. 87 is the laser figure. That's right. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Cool. All right, so another toy line we've chosen from Masters is the 2000X yes. range. The big relaunch, really. I mean, if you don't count New Adventures, which was sort of a... Mm-hmm. Oh, see soon, what we can push out. <laughs> so we, we, we've missed that. Mm. But the big relaunch with the cartoon, the Mike Young Productions, 2002. Mm-hmm. What year? Yeah, 2002, I believe. Or oh, yes, you yeah. did just say <laughs> that. Yeah. It's, it's often, often dubbed 2000X. Yep. Yeah, that's the, uh, the I dare say, the collector's con- uh, fan, you know, name. Yeah, yep. fan name thing for it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like 2000X as a name. It's kind of cool. So, mm. uh, How many items in this range? Uh, 90, according to my research. Again, that is all-encompassing. Um, <laughs> 50 of which were uh, you know, <laughs> yes. man and skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that would be an interesting yeah. stat, far yeah. out. Uh, but yeah, it ran a lot shorter. It was like it was dead by two thousand and five, two thousand six. I want to say. Yeah, I'd right. say so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Our next offering is a toy line that, as far as I understand, each three of you guys have collected pretty much to con- completion, or yeah. very yeah. close yeah. to being very close to. Yes. That, yeah. of course, is the classics. Motu line. Love mm-hmm. this line. Yep, 2008 that kicked off. Mm-hmm. And, Probably the uh, biggest line. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, I know Trent and I were at the, uh, on the, you know, mouse pad ready to click uh, order in 2008. 100%. So. <laughs> oh, I mean, I followed this line from that very yeah. first He-Man prototype yep. that they revealed. They just, the Four Horsemen just snuck it in, I think, right. at about 2007-ish yeah. yep. around then, put it in and it evolved yep. into that line. And... Beastman, was Beastman, it? Beastman, so Beastman was second, and then it's Skeletor, and then it's sort oh, of, after uh, King Grayskull. Yeah, oh, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah, so he, he went He Man, Beastman, Skeletor, and then it went on from there. Mm. So fantastic toy line. All right, the last one we're going to have a, a chat about is the newly launched Origins line. Yeah, now this, look, and this is for the time. Well done, Mattel. 
yep. you know, for what they are doing now. It's hit its stride, and it, I think it's doing gangbusters. It's mm. probably a fairly cheapish figure to make. Yep. You yep. know, like so it's come down to that price point, very affordable, and and not terribly available here. But in the states, I think I saw I saw something ridiculous on the pegs for like ten bucks. Uh, what was it? I can't remember. But it was some, a, I saw a vehicle clearance oh, ten dollars. Yeah, I know. Business. It was just. It just hurts. some of the, the prices they've mm. got on there. But it's really, really great, right? Like mass market. This is where masters should be, right? Yep. So this is wonderful. Agree. All right. What do we do? How do we so, do this? Quickly, Origins 2019 launch and yep. to date 83. Is that right? 83. Yeah, it yeah. would Already? definitely be up there. Well, yep. you, I mean, you've I mean got, this is including stuff that we haven't got our hands on. You're talking mm-hmm. attorney, you're talking wave. 10 I think they're up to wave yes. 9 a yep. lot of the deluxes yep. and everything it's uh, it's growing fast for yeah. a, you know what is a 3 year old line basically I mean they, yeah, they've got Land Shark, the Roton yep. uh, Stridor yeah. you know like uh, lots of figures that uh, you know sort of miss our uh, radar and, or haven't been released in Australia just yet but mm. the Mattel Creations yep yeah. that includes all yep. that stuff yeah your Wonder Lords of Power Colder. yeah this, well, it started with that 2 pack didn't it the Prince Adam mm. Is, mm. yep yep all right, guys, so I'm going to give you mm. roughly 10 minutes per toy line. We're going to circle back around to the vintage toy line. And the first question I'm going to ask you is, what makes this toy line stand out? Oh. It was, it, it's, the, it's where it all began. Yeah. Like, And whether there's uh, history, whether it ties to Conan and things like that, is, and it's a pivot out to the difference because the... Uh, you know, can't have an R-rated uh, film, you know, <laughs> and uh, marketing a toy line. But this is, you know, swords and sorcery and, uh, you know, magic and everything like that. It's where it all started. At, you know, traditionally we'd seen toys like uh, Star Wars toys, three and three quarter, yeah. G.I. Joes, your more um, Barbie-esque jo- doll type G.I. Joes and things like that. And then all of a sudden, bang, here comes this absolutely behemothly muscled character yeah. Yeah. Uh, fight, this new sort of scale that no one had ever done before uh, Black, Black Star was afterwards wasn't yes. it well, I always yeah. get that wrong um, so yeah you know this huge tank of a character came out toy line and uh, just gave you everything from you know all your uh, heroes and horror villains and things yeah. like that you could just clearly distinctively look at uh, figures and work out who was the hero and who, who was the villain in that first lineup at least and uh, yeah, they just went, you know, gangbusters on not just the figures, but the vehicles and the play sets as well. You know, not many, mm. too many toy lines have four or five uh, play sets to their honor. Uh, so uh, I think that, you know, huge play play features were a yeah. huge Action thing features, in, um, yeah. you know, Masters as well. And mini comics to push the line along as well uh, with fantastic artwork to boot. Yeah. I, th- I think if you had to thematically pick one thing, you know, Transformers had their thing. Everything transforms. Turtles got their thing. It's all mutants and, and weird stuff. You know, Toxic is all gross type sort of stuff. Masters is this real hodgepodge of just, there's a bit of science, you know, there's laser guns, but then there's also sword and sorcery, barbarians and, and you know, bare-chested, muscly guys. Cowboys. Yeah. It's, it's so, yeah. it's got this, yeah, it's literally, there's literally no bad ideas. You can imagine them being in the room when they're coming up with this stuff, just going, what about we just had an elephant man who's like a firefighter? All right, do that. Yeah. What about a ninja? Yep, do that. A cowboy? Why not? Like, yep. And yet you look at it in totality and you go, it strangely works. Yeah. It shouldn't yep. on paper, but. That this was the eighties. Yeah. Vampire Hordak, Wolfman, Grizzlord. <laughs> right. Yep. You know, um, just a complete 
Snakes, monster right. modulock, you know, just love it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, stereotype type imagery that I think kids fell in love with, and and for me, so I'm born eighty two, so yeah, same. I'm, I'm yep. the same age as this line, yep. and so wasn't there, you know, obviously to get He Man, Skeletor, Wave One, but certainly elder brother had a lot of these toys, um, and then. For me, I was sort of that way for the, you know, the, the, the advent of the Snake Men and the mm-hmm. Horde, and that was sort of my era, right through to the final wave. Um, we got a lot of that final wave. Ninja, I had Scareglow, we had King Randor, that sort of um, thing. But for me, the the bulkiness of the figures, that that is a very iconic shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and the durability and the fact, you know, like good accessories and big accessories that you can put in, you know, like and and enough accessories. And then those mid to late waves, some of the most ingenious features in toys. You know, like drag think about drag store. Like it's it's a it's a toy yeah. <laughs> that is really also a ripcord pulling vehicle. Like yeah. that is just genius. Um I, I always remember I had Ratlaw and I remember taking him to school and just saying this guy has three features in him. You know, he's got the the rattle. You shake mm-hmm. him and he rattles. He's got the whipping tail. And you press this button on the back and he's, you know, like three cool yep. features yep. packed into this toy that looked just sweet. The color scheme, mm. the sculpting, all that. So I think, you know, you can, you can see the love and the design that clearly went into this. You know, Mattel, they had Star Wars as the rival and they needed to knock that off the perch. And so they, they thought... We're having trouble getting an outside IP to bring in and make this juggernaut let's thing. Let's make our own, but let's do it with you know love and passion and quality. And to me, those things always stand out. That you know, like I remember going over to a friend's house and seeing the Dragon Walker. There's this like it's a mechanized thing that's doing this crazy yep. action and it's moving, it's twisting, and I'm like, yep. how they, how does that toy do that? Mm. Bashasaurus, you hit a button and the thing you know comes out. The you know trapdoor on Grayskull. These were, along with the imagery on those boxes. Yep. You know, and and Ben, your you know, boxed Castle Grayskull yep. in the in the you know the the perspex case and stuff. That was the starting point. That that very Frazetta style of art that then allowed the imagination to go wild. But then you had all these these features as well. So, to me, it was it, it is it is the most iconic action figure line toy line of my childhood and, and i think for a lot of people that is the case yep well i mean we did when we did our uh was it top 10 play sets yes. of all time grayscale coming number one by a, by a long yep. way yep. in terms of the votes that we got not just from us and the patrons but anyone who who wrote in because it's that it's that iconic you know skull face green castle even if you don't collect masters you see a green skull in the mountain you go oh it's castle gray skull yeah everybody knows it it gets referenced in you know the likes of hot fuzz pop culture sort of references like that it's 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 embedded into the psyche which you know means a new movie should be infinitely possible in today's market but that's another story Mm. um yeah i i would say yeah the bulk they were the biggest figures of that time and then you know they made your, your luke skywalkers and all that look Puny. Practically minuscule yep. by comparison. Yep. 
I think I think what they saved on articulation because there's only you know the classic five points of articulation mm-hmm. they were able to add in extra action figures make them big, bigger and just go to town on the um, different sculpts and things that we saw in the later waves like uh, you know squeeze and things like that mm-hmm. you know tongue lasher the real standouts uh, um, stuff. you know snake face and things like that totally obscure uh, molds and things that you'll never see in another character, mm. and bang, there they were. It was. Um, yeah. But let's be honest, they're also smart because there was a lot of parts sharing yes. in terms of you know yep. the, the the arms were standard on a lot of figures and the and the the, the boots and stuff. You know the, the the famous teeny tiny loincloth that was on you know half the line type thing. Like it's from a, a business point of view, they must have, once they realized they were onto something, they're like, oh, take the head off of that guy, take the arms off of that one, take this. Bang, it would have been like constructing Lego randomly yeah. and pump out a new figure. But to no. their credit, I mean, I don't know. I, I certainly didn't pick as a kid. As a kid, that Stinkor yeah. was the same as Moon no. Man. Like yeah, I just yeah. didn't, I didn't pick it. Like oh, it it's seems cle- so it's cleverly done. It seems yeah. so obvious, but you know, like even Stinkor, how he's got the the mechanic armor, and it kind of is like a gas mask over his yeah. nose. Now I think that's just coincidence. I don't think I think mechanic came first. I feel like yeah, Mechanic um, came first. Darren, where are you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, they, they've just mashed that together. Yep. And then they've come up with this concept of a skunk and it works. And because it covers half his face, yep. it was never... And the, the eyes are just painted so differently. Mm. Never thought about it. And yep. and I think even even I probably didn't pick the Moss Man, Beast Man, even though that one's probably a bit more obvious. Mm. Um, one just lost on me. It smells like pine. Yeah, like, it's great. Why would you? Yeah, it's uh, really, really cool. So now, kudos, kudos to them. It's a, it's a brilliant line. Um, love it. Like, I, uh, yeah, and, and it's gonna. This is. I think. I don't know if we are gonna try and rank these at the end or come up with an ultimate winner. I don't know if that's the case, but there is is something that you know. Objectively, I can look at this, and I can look at say a classics figure and go, look, you know. They've improved it. The articulation's better or, and all those sort of things. And, and, I, and I love those figures. But there is just something burned into my brain about <laughs> the vintage line that will always uh, always put it on a pedestal, will always yep. kind of... And maybe, you know, someone that grew up 10 years ahead of us look at this thing and go, these wacky, crazy mm. things that don't work. But well, that, for I, me... I think someone that was... If they're 10 years ahead of us, they would have seen the differences. Oh, look, that Moss Man is the same as yeah, Beast And Man. maybe they see, see it as cheap but, or something. But mm. but as, you know, a five-year-old who... yeah, I, as Just exactly like they're you, amazing. I jumped mm. into the line and uh, my first interaction was sort of Stonedar and Rockon and uh, the uh, Snake Men and things like that. I didn't see the, the similarities, you no. know, and just, yeah. And, and the mass merch that came with this oh, toy line, like... Uh, Bed sheets. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I hold it, you know, <laughs> quite dear to me that I didn't have a huge, you know, collection of masters. I had maybe 10 figures in total. But having the Battle for Eternia game oh, yeah. with the, um, you know, cut, copy, paste, direct imagery of the figures on the play cards, yeah, that's right. that made me feel like my collection was double the size yep. and more, much more complete. And that's where most of my better memories of a more complete collection of Masters <laughs> comes from than what I actually physically had in toy form. So, yep. All right. Yeah. Very quickly, guys, we're going to wrap up the vintage segment here. Going around the room, Ben, starting with you, a favourite figure, action figure, or vehicle playset from from this line? Shout out. I'm going to um, shout out my old man, uh, Skeletor, right? I am Dragon Blaster Skeletor in particular. He was. I had two Skeletors as a kid, 
uh, Dragon Blaster Skeletor is uh, phenomenal. I hold him uh, really high. Um, what was the other question? Vehicle? Was it? Just, just as across the whole line. Whole line. Yeah, one uh, I'm going uh, by one also. The only uh, beast or vehicle you want to call him uh, I had as a kid was the Mantisaur, right? Didn't nice. ever had a Hordak, uh, but Mantisaur was uh, the you know, be all and end all to move my characters from the lounge to the uh, TV <laughs> nice. area. So shout out to that. Nice. Uh, I'll go next. Um, I'm going to go with Dragstore. He's one of the ones I had as a kid. That thing is indestructible, yep. right? But because of the construction, he doesn't have the, the rubber legs like a lot of the line yes. does. Um, uh, I lost the ripcord thing a long time ago, but when I did have it, you just... you rip it out and he would go for miles go crashing into you'd line up your, your good guys and this thing would just fang along <laughs> like, and take like a bowling ball yeah, oh, yeah. it's yeah. absolutely incredible um, you know to look at it now if I'm being really picky of course there's little paint scuffs and whatever sure. yeah. but he just I've got a wheel in the middle of my chest yeah. so I'm just going to stand here and I just remember having so much fun with that figure yeah. it's a wacky design that shouldn't work he's a bad guy he's got the cool mask going love it yeah oh look this is going to sound out of left field, but had him as a kid again, and that's where a lot of this nostalgia comes from, Snout Spout. Like, just <laughs> yeah, so freaking random. I, I was always Snout Spout <laughs> yeah, in the I game. Battle for Teddy, <laughs> always. It's like, I, I'd still, I'd put him away and hide him. Yep, so no one else no one could uh, pick him, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously filled him up with water, had the, the trunk squirting action feature, but just the colours on him. Like that, that red backpack with the orange and then the, the silver kind of harness chest piece. And, and again, he had a slightly different... He didn't have the rubber bands. He, he had a slightly different, more plastic maneuverability on the legs. Mm. And, and the boot cut, he, he was, I think, 100% unique. There was nothing reused about him. Yeah. I, I don't know if they would have got to Eldor, if Eldor would have shared similar boots or some similar mm. parts from him. But... I just loved him. He's he, and and over the years they've really, you know, in a sense improved on him. Like the staction that came the staction out, is, the best. is just like yeah. he just looked like yeah. he looks a bit goofy. Like the the original toy, I admit it. Like now with adult eyes, he's he's a goofy kind of yeah. looking character with these cartoony kind of eyes. And then because of that, how high they set the bar with the staction. Yeah. Then the uh, classics figures, and now even cooler. with the origins, yep. yeah, they're giving him alternate heads. They're even mm-hmm. giving him like you know cartoon um, looking heads and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So he was a big one. And just quickly on the vehicles, that land shark. I had the oh, land yeah. shark. Yep. <laughs> I had the road ripper, and I had Mantisaur and a, f- a few of the vehicles. But just the again the colors and the fact that the vehicles quite often the vehicles and even the playsets were a character in their own right. Like yeah. so that land shark is like he's got character, he's got a face. He's got eyes. He's got eyes. Yeah, yeah. Like that that is such a clever idea because it just elevates it. It's a tank. It's yeah. a shark yeah. tank. It's a shark tank. It's just and so someone's cool. built one. Yes, There's a yeah, real yeah. life. I don't think they ever finished <laughs> it, but yeah. uh yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy. All right, before we wrap up the vintage toy line, going around the room, a score out of nineteen D V G style, Ben? Oh, this is so hard because uh, it's heavily weighted on nostalgia yeah, and everything. Yeah. But I'm going to put 18 on it. 18, very good. Frank? Uh, yeah. Again, you, you're really trying to take out that nostalgia thing. Uh, oh. This is an introspective. Take everything into consideration. The, the word means nothing. You know that. <laughs> I would Be introspective on. about it. You've just told me nothing. <laughs> uh, Search your feelings. <laughs> Um, 
Look, I've got to go 18. Yeah. Very good. It's yeah. just... Uh, I, I, I can't I can't find any flaws. I'm going the full 19. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, let's, uh, let's move ahead in time now. We're going 20 years into the future for the 2000X line. Gentlemen, what makes it stand out? It's 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 it's, it's a new style. Four horsemen, four like, horsemen, and, yes. and it had a sculpting. Sculpting. sort of uh, what do they call what do they call manga or yeah. um, anime? Anime, anime. Look, yeah, and yeah. I think that's a really interesting point because what you had, we had the four horsemen saying, "If I had the chance to sculpt this line, this is the style." Right now, take away the head, take away He Man's head because this wasn't determined by the four horsemen and the sword and the sword. Yes, right, because this is where it probably gets contentious. Mattel then said to the Four Horsemen, we love it, we love the style and all this good, let's go test it with some kids. And let's give them a couple of different heads to choose from and see which one they resonate with. Now, I don't know, you might have some more information on this, but I don't think the head they chose was sort of the Four Horsemen's kind of first head, right? The, the, the kids tested really well with that anime style. Like That was what they were into. So I feel like, and, and like you say, the sword, this massive beefed up sword... Originally, I believe the concept was what we got with Skeletor, which was, you know, two halves of the power sword that joined together. And when you look at that sword that comes Mm -hmm. with the Skeletor, there's like an eagle on one motif and kind of like a snake or something like that. So clearly good and evil. Um, But you have to, you have to, with those minor edits out of it, Mm. like Ben said, this is a four horseman kind of highly stylized ultra detail i think there was a term that scott yeah, knight there was used i can't remember hyper, hyper hyper detail, detail or That's something the word. Yep, yep, yep. um probably smaller heads really you know detailed armor pieces all the mechanical bits and i reckon this line what it tried to do right it recognized hey a lot 50% of those figures in that vintage line all had the same loincloths it's had the same legs mm. let's vary it up right like you know fisto's armor might not be the same as clamp champs right Mm. we might be able to differentiate them let's take the loincloth of he-man and add a little pouch to it so it's not the same as Mm. any other ones i reckon they made a they made an effort to kind of erase the 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 reused part they they made the figures more individual and a lot of those styles and even the size right Yeah. yeah you got suddenly uh Clawful, yeah. It was just this this hulking behemoth. Just be careful because we're uh, touching on stactions versus. Well, Well, you're talking four horsemen still. Like you're granted that is a different line, but had they had they continued with the line of figures, if they had been successful, we probably would have seen Clawful. Oh, definitely in in this line. Yeah, well, because because they were animate. I mean, from episode one, yeah, they're animating Clawful, so they had an idea of the size. That's right. I'm sure there was a at least concept. Art and maybe some preliminary sculpts for that figure. Yeah. So they, and, they and, definitely had mapped and that out. A bit out. like how as turtles have progressed, they've made, you know, Raph bigger, Donnie's the tall one, Mikey's the short one. I feel like this is where Master started to go, all right, they're not all five point five inches yes. in height. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's this one's tall, this one's big beefy, this one's skinny, all that. They've made them the four horsemen are so smart that they they obviously love the original stuff like we did, but they made them their own characters. Yeah. This is where they've given them properties and characters that are going to continue all the way through whatever iteration comes next. Um, that's what makes this line stand out for me. It's you sit there and go, I recognise that's Beast Man, but wow, he's been hitting the gym. I yeah. love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it takes what you know and just give gives it a bit of a tweak, gives it a bit of an update. Now, did it all work? 
Clearly not. Otherwise, the line would have lasted way yeah. longer than yeah. three years. Well, we we did hint it at the start the uh, issues with the uh, pre-populated He-Man and Skeletor and all the pegs, thinking mm-hmm. that the case ratios everyone want, would want a He-Man and Skeletor, but the case ratios were terrible. It was like six He-Man, six Skeletor, and one Evil Lin and yep. one Fistol or something like yep. that. The cases were terrible. So trying to collect the line was a nightmare. Uh, really bad uh, releases in Australia. Yeah. Um, terror- so- we, we, I reckon, if my memory is correct, obviously we got the Snake Men, yeah. right? So you could go into Kmart and get we the, got the wave Snake one. Men, right? We got but wave but one. yes, yeah, correct. Then- correct. What we got, we got whatever the six figures were in wave one or yeah. eight figures, plus Battle Cat. We didn't get Panthor right. from memory. We got Battle yeah, Cat. Right. We might have got the, um, the sound ones. Yeah. They, they might have come out as well. And I think we got the Mecha Armor samurai yes, things yep, yep. but uh, my recollection we got that wave one so late and it came up at toys r us and i i feel like it was because of incessant fan reaction where is it where is it where is it and they kind of they got that in yep. you know really late in the piece almost to a piece and i remember the day it arrived i was i was working at, a, at my job at the railway so this would be it must be early 2000s and I remember Darren giving me a call and saying they're out and I, I basically that's finished work that's all he they're out yeah. Yeah. Hung up. they're out they're here it's done, yeah. done. code word they're out Trent just, Trent just drops the phone in the yeah. trash on the way out makes a beeline for yep. the door straight, straight to Toys R Us pretty much and I, fa- I think I'm, I'm from memory, I reckon I found that whole... Boss, wife's in labour, I'm going to go. <laughs> it's, equi- it's the equivalent. <laughs> but that was it. That was it. And I remember, like, this is... Ooh. This is... Um, I remember I had a, a my brother, he was travelling, and I said, look, look out for these as you're going. And he, he found me a, I reckon, a Prince Adam and maybe a Whiplash, mm. and he brought them back. And this is... Because this is early days of, you know, eBay and a lot of that sure. sort of stuff, and making deals and getting stuff shipped over. And I remember another friend was going to America and I said, look, can you, Please. Can you yeah. find me? And, yep. she, and she, and I'm like, just if you can find any Masters figures, bring mm. them back. And she got me, funnily enough, one that I, I didn't really like at the time um, and I wouldn't have bought, but I never really saw around much. And it was like Jungle Attack He-Man. Oh, That's yes. pretty, yeah. pretty hard. Very Rambo. Yeah, like, yeah, I reckon it must be. because I. Rare. um and it was late in the line, that one. Or was you talking? It was. It was one of. I don't know how late it was, but it was certainly kind of that early refresh, like mm. when they when they and they started doing a lot of the variants. And and I just didn't really like his face sculpt, yep. but for me, they nailed it when they did the ice armor He Man. They yep. kind yeah. of. Yeah, I that, think that, that's the best look. For, if you yeah. take away the colors, take away the armor, that's the best looking He Man figure. Yeah, in the line. I think so. Yep. I think yep. that one was just was brilliant yeah so for me i I definitely love the uh different variations on the size and the you know girth of Mm. each the girls were very slim and uh you know feminine looking but the you know some of the ram men and things they were you know just a solid dude uh the paint apps were fantastic yep but what absolutely killed it and why i never collected it straight from the pegs when they eventually did roll out is that um mcfarlane uh feel about pre-posability almost like you talk about articulation. I don't think they exceeded more than five points of articulation, <laughs> even though we're looking at these fantastic sculpts. And I had multiple opportunities to buy them both um, carded, uh, you know, later on loose and everything. And I just, you know, I'd pick them up and I'd be like, 
oh, I just hate how they are pre-posed. I just, yep. you know, dealing with all my aliens and predator and things that I was, um, you know, buying at that time, I just couldn't do it, you know, to a different toy line that I was so passionate about. However, when the line finished up and they started doing the statues in those um, statues, I could accept the pre-posedness. And, well, it's uh, a statue. Well, yeah. that's right. And that's right. But, makes sense. But like wave one, straight off the mark, you've got, uh, you know, Hordak, Hordak, Hordak Snout Spout, and this massive uh, clawful, yeah. which was just enormous. And I was like, I am in. I yeah. am in hard. And, and I, they were... The paint apps on those were in next level, were another level. Yeah, yeah they, they were, were insane. Mass market stuff. Yeah. yeah. So Look, the, to the point about articulation, two thousand and two, two thousand and three, we're talking. Yep. What else was out at that time? Movie maniacs, uh, Marvel Legends. Oh, okay. That's, yep. that's when Toy Biz Marvel yep. Legends yep. were starting at that time. So on one hand, you've got this going, and that's where the whole thirty-six or forty-eight <laughs> points yeah. of articulation, articulation comes from. Standing next to your He-Man, yeah. who's got the same amount of articulation as his, you know, 1982 yeah. counterpart. So yeah. that was a bit of a miss. But I, that was the stylistic choice. They definitely went down the kind of McFarlane, yeah. hyper-detailed, yeah. hyper-sculpted. And, and you're right, and that may have been a factor yeah. that people were expecting those either that articulation. Yeah, level. it's been 20 years since the original. How yeah. come, you know, he doesn't have more articulation? That's, yeah, that's a factor for mine. Mm. And then I think some of the the... The different themes that they tried to put on Snake Man is is, is, is always going to sell, but your was it your samurai armor, your ah, mecha yeah. bites, and your these things you just go, it just none of them really land. I'm all for them trying new things. I think rather than just redo the same toy line, they did try new things, but they missed the mark on they missed the mark nearly yeah. all of it. But, but also yeah. they, they with the Snake Man theme, they redid a lot of the original characters, just like oh look, and he's now got he's Snake Man armor and he's got a red. He's got you a big know, giant, now, giant claw you know? thing to yeah. catch snakes yeah. with. Like, yeah. yeah, it just and and some of them were clever redos, like uh, too bad being the that opposing nice. colours. Uh, they had a lot of uh, San Diego Comic Con things. Green trap jaw, trap jaw yeah, was done yeah. in the mini comics yep. colours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with um, you know, Moss Man now in uh, Beast Man, you know, format for the yep. con-, con exclusive. The Keldor, first time oh, we've seen Keldor realised so in plastic form, uh, comes with the burning face yes. and things like that. Uh, so they had some really cool things, but I, for me, the 2000X toy line is Staxions. That's where it, yeah. you know, it symbolizes with me. And uh, I've filled out a lot of the, I've picked out a few of the figures like the Snake Man, which were, um, you know, didn't have many Staxions in it. It had, uh, what it was, Tongue Lasher and uh, Snake Face. So I've got the... Squeeze. Yes, and Squeeze. squeeze. So I've got the, you know, King Hiss and things. I've filled out the ranks Mm. uh, with that. But uh, other than that, you know, you've got everyone in there. Unfortunately, they never made a Skeletor Staxion. That's probably my um, one omission of, I wish they did that because they did two He-Man Staxions in the line. Mm, That's right. So, Just one quick call out, I think, on vehicles. And again, we said it in the vintage. They were so so much character. They were so iconic. And then the Horsemen (laughs) didn't sculpt. They were done by Mattel in-house. And to me, they really missed the mark on the vehicles. And I think to that point as well, like you said, Frank, when they branched out into Mecha Samurai, mm. I don't feel like that's kind of got the Four Horsemen oh, no. stamp no, on no, it, no. like in a lot of those repaints. Who know, maybe they were ahead of their time. Last week we talked about Power Rangers crossing over with Street Fighter because all of the vehicles in this line are Zords as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, They're yeah. all these really yeah. angular, looking like a poor man's Transformer trying to trying to be a beast, like replicating you know, the Battle Ram and all these sorts of things. Again, to the point we said on Vintage, all nearly all the vehicles... 
had eyes or were yep. creature sort of motifs to them, but they just looked bad. Yeah. It's the, it's the only way I can describe it, them. I mean, I think objectively design-wise, they missed the mark, right? Yep. I mean, and, and who knows? For kids that grew up with that, maybe that's nostalgic to them and maybe it hits the mark. But I, I think aesthetically there was something lacking in those designs. Mm. Um, so it, it's a really interesting one. This... I want to give, I mean, this line brought me and Darren together. This is really why we got to know each other and and chatting. And like I said, the excitement when this kind of finally hit and chasing this down, that was a big part of our friendship was around this 2002 line. Beautiful. And that's that's really special. I remember getting the... um, the, the first three episodes and, and I reckon Darren might have got them for me you know and then th- these were not easily available here yeah. so I think I had it on some sort of disc that had been burnt but and I, I reckon I watched that three four times in, in, <laughs> in like a week I just would watch that beginning um, over and over again and and for me that the animation was a big part because you know the filmation had dated yeah. filmation had dated and here was this nice brand new animation that looked good, looked, looked good. Yeah. yeah and and it gets a lot of love yep. that that cartoon so it it, it ex- i know we're not talking too much about the media but it did have a media tie in which is fantastic as you know we've shouted out but it felt very mature yeah. and and it went in depth to characters that we didn't otherwise know anything yep. about like the the tale of mechanic you yeah, know and yeah. the the house um stinkor became stinkor you know you suddenly and care things. about these characters that were yeah. just wacky yeah. whatever's yeah. before yeah gave them gave them life and, and and i loved the fact that because you know growing up with the uh, quite a few of the snake men finally we're getting the snake men on tv for once you know yeah. it, it, it was never shown on the original and all of a sudden the snake men are uh, quite part of the limelight and I, I adored that mm. unanimously so yeah okay well done guys Trent I will start with you your favourite toy from this line and if you can give Ooh. us a score out of 19 as well it's a really good question I, I look I must say I love the tealer I, I, that was one of my favourites. There's some really cool figures in this line. If we don't go Stactions, if we do go Stactions, I probably have to go against Snout Spout because it was amazing. Um, <laughs> that's weird that I picked Snout Spout twice, but probably Tealer <laughs> in terms of the line. Um, and out of out of 19, probably like 13, 13, 14, I'll probably go, let, let's say 14. 14, 14 very yeah, good. Frank? Yeah, um, I, I had a fair bit of this line and we've told the story many times how Ben managed to snaffle most of the stactions that I had. But um, So again, trying to keep the stactions out of it. Um, I'm probably going to go uh, Battle Fist, as they called him in this oh, line. Yes, he not, was cool. not Fisto, but yep. and again, they took a character that was a, had become both in name and in, in appearance, I guess, had dated really badly. They, and then you see him there and he's got that alternate head with the, the little oh, armor yeah, and the right. massive sword. And you're like, he's suddenly really cool. He's gone from this joke character to like, I'd be scared if I had to face that guy. And, you know, they overdid the hand. It had like a, the, the punching action feature to it. Loved it. That's probably my, my figure. Of what, the, what about Staction? I'm very oh, curious. Man, that's tough. Given I, I went practically all the way with... With those. And thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really liked Clamp Champ, to be honest. Because, yeah. again, he was one of those, the original figure didn't really do it for me. 
Um, whereas this thing, the way that you know you had the the pipes that would go mm. from you know both clamps, and you you, you suddenly went okay, that's a scary yeah. weapon you've got there and you look like some sort of drill sergeant who I'm not going to cross type thing. And, and yeah, they took that character and made him believable in my eyes. Yep. So Clamp Champ, probably the one for me. I mean, the big dudes, Tongue Lash or far out. like the, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I could go on all day about the stations. That's not what we're here for. Um, score out of 19, I'm going to go... Oh, I, despite the missteps, I liked... The designs overall, so I'm going to go 15. Yep. Yep. Uh, for me, uh, I'm going to call out the general, and that is, Ooh, of course, yes. Ratlaw. That, that Ratlaw. Yeah. Right. yeah. I don't know why they couldn't call him Ratlaw, but uh, the gen- yeah, Ratlaw being a fan favorite from my childhood, and uh, this time he came with some armor, like a snake uh, sort of faced armor and things. Mm. He still retains the um, uh, flipping head action type, you know, extending did neck. Did he have an articulated jaw this yes, time? Yes, he did. Yep. Yes, yeah. Very minimal, but uh, yeah, yep, he can open dead. his... And he's got two big fangs and things. He just... just uh, talk about sizing and things. He's a lot bigger than King Hiss and uh, very, very cool. Uh, really tough one as well for calling out the stations, but again, I'm going to have to call out my uh, beloved snake men and Tongue Lasher. Like, nice. he is just a unit. He's a beast, uh, isn't he? And uh, special props to Grizzlaw, who's got uh, so oh, many yes. the weapons, weapons and things cool. on his back. Turned and just, into a weapon you can really, yeah. because he's just a statue, you can really fluff out his fur and, yep. like, m- make it look, you know, like, really, um, you know, quite wild. Wild, yeah. Mm. That's a good word, yeah. Uh, going to give it. 13 out of uh, 19 but I'm going to give it an extra point because I really really love those stations so 14, 14 out of yep. uh, 19 very good alright very good we now jump forward 6 more years to 2008 and Mattel releases the classics line <laughs> so gentlemen tell me what makes it stand out well I think it's the first time we've got the articulation yep. in a line again the horseman the sculpting but they've they, I think like in terms of the genesis like you said it, it, it went back to its roots. It went back more to the vintage style for inspiration. But 2000X was still there, yes, right? Yep, like, so, yep. you know, alternate Hangover. heads. Yeah. Let's let's do it in this style. Or, you know, let's, uh, you know, pick for Fisto. Let's give him the big sword. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. let's give him the, yep. the, the, the belt, belt piece yep. the, and the, the alternate the head, head with the... Head the pick the, whatever yeah. style is your favourite. Yeah. But, yeah. but in, in, in Scott Knightley's, and it crept in. But hyper detail was gone. That was in, on the out, mm. right? It crept in with figures like Count Marzo and the yeah, windswept hair. So, yeah. so they made a few kind of, you know, design Which is still missteps. Still a cool figure, though. Still a cool I, figure. I, I, I like that one. But, yeah. but generally, that hyper detail was out, and and it was more about the yep. the articulation and the figures. And I think probably the thing that this did that we hadn't had up to this point. Right, with I mean, new adventures put to the side, but 2000X didn't introduce really any new characters, mm. right? So, That's fair. whereas this one was going to say, We're doing figures we've never Oedipus. done before, Oedipus, Oedipus. Oh, yes, true, yes, <laughs> Oedipus. you know, like in the stations, that, yes, that yes. is um, That's a good Stinkor, call. you know, the, the origins of Stinkor, yeah. but I mean, that's you know, much of a muchness, mm. yeah. Yeah, uh, two thousand eight uh, classics was is my you know bomb. I I love this toy line. It, it to me this is the one toy line I can look at in my toy room and be like I was there right yes. from day dot, yeah. Yeah. and I was right there at the end. Like I followed it the whole way through. I did cherry pick towards the end. Like I'm like 
you know, I don't need all these filmation figures. I don't need uh, the green uh, Granamir. You know, I don't need the Talon fighter and things as much as I want that Teela. I'd run out of room, right? Um, 2008 means a big deal to me because I'm like, I'm going to keep this all mint on card, you know? (laughs) My little... As I straighten my bow tie. (laughs) My little finger in the air and uh, playing pool in my (laughs) massive space in my toy room and things. I mean, it was only a medium-sized pool table, but it was still still a pool table in my toy room. And then I think it like got to 2010 or whatever, and uh, the, you know it was one of the New York toy fairs or something, and they're like, right, here's the next 12 months of Master <laughs> Universe classics, oh, right through 20 to, figures you know, yeah, in you know. these vehicles. And I'm just like looking at my wall, which is like got three figures left to fill out the whole wall, yeah. carded and stuff, and I've got vehicle, you know, a couple of vehicles. I've got Stacked the up, yeah. the beasts and things all on the other side of the room. I'm Not like, this fit. ain't gonna work. Not gonna fit. Uh, and I decided on that day that I was going to um, crack them all open. Wow. And I opened them all up mm-hmm. uh, with my wife. And uh, I kept a couple on card. I kept He-Man, the original, original He-Man with the pink uh, yeah. eyeshadow oh, underneath shit. his eyes and stuff. <laughs> and uh, the original Skeletor. And I th- thought that would be my placeholders for what the you know packaging looked like yep. and, uh, you know, uh, the what you know they uh you know what it meant to be there for the first you know without that original um name on the card and i'll open them all up and that's something i do not regret at all having them all and then all of a sudden i'm able to switch heads and things Uh, i think the packaging was uh in a lot of the figures they were squished in there because if you had them sort of at uh, waist height you couldn't see the uh the figure's head because the master universe logo was uh sort of hiding it yep um, so that was a big issue with them carded, uh, you know, the displayability of them. And uh, just, the, you know, you'd get uh, the Alfreda Skeletor head with some Zodak character or Drake Demo Man or something, mm. and you were able to put that on a regular Skeletor, and then that evolves that Skeletor from yeah. being, you know, a 9 out of 10 to 11 out of 10 now with his uh, Alcala, you know, head, um, you know, just the, oh, how are we going to pivot around this, uh, you know, play action feature with the uh, battle armor we'll just have you know swap placements yeah because that that was the call out that these weren't going to have action features so mechanic's neck wasn't going to extend but with the removable parts we can kind of replicate the feature and that's how they did it you know drag store to your point Frank you know it was just a sculpted on wheel this time and and, you know like we understand that from a you know cost cutting it's an it's more of an adult line um so yeah, really interesting. I think yeah, in this because we were there the whole way through, you do have to call out. This is really interesting because it was it was a line that wasn't sold in stores. Yep. Mm. It was an online through this website they created, Maddie Collector, and it was marketed to adult collectors. Mm. And then you know you had Scott Knightley as the brand manager for the first part until it kind of got handed over, and then you had Super Seven come in and take over the license at one point and round out a lot of those final figures. But you really saw them troubleshooting a lot of this stuff as they went through, right? And they were kind of forging a new pathway in terms of this direct-to-customer model. And it had a lot of problems. The website didn't always work. There was the famous red screen of death. 
Um, D- Digital River, Digital and I, River. I don't mind uh, calling them out, but they, they were not uh, facilitated for the amount of traffic that mm. the fans were going to put on. The, the five-minute sellouts. Yeah. Right? I remember getting, they were unsure about Battle Cat, right? They were unsure. They gave you the coupon. They, they gave Cheap. me a coupon. 10 my, bucks off or whatever. My $10 coupon is still sitting in my uh, email account. It sold out in about 20 seconds. Because, uh, you know, it sold out. And, and I had to go to eBay and pay exorbitant amounts. And, of course, he went on. green... Mm. What a green light or green lit for the you know years to come uh, afterwards that he was evergreen I think it was called yeah uh, he was just a placeholder on their website for years uh, after that but 2008 classics meant so much to me because 2010 I got married and we um, we went over to San Diego Comic Con and I was there you know voting for the color of Swift Wind I mean it was always <laughs> going to be white but I you know. I put the um, my the little token. ticket yep. in there to say I want a white Swiftman over the pink version yeah, of the yeah. toy. Uh, you know, it really blew out the uh, She-Ra figures, the New Adventures figures, yep. the um, you know comic book characters and things like that. I I learned so much about Masters because of this toy line 100%. and just researching. I met friends, you know, through this group. I met Trent and things. I was able to give him the hot tips and things. Darren and that. Like I just this line means so much to me because uh, I was, you know, yeah, there from the start and uh, just so passionately involved in collecting it. And, you know, I have this trouble with Origins that I can't go to the store and buy it, you know. But Maddie Collector, I knew that was the only place I could get it. So mm. I could, you know, put my orders in. The uh, subscription order, that worked for me, you know. Yeah, uh, I like that model. There was, there you was knew, only a, you no you were going to get it. Yeah. yeah. There was yeah, only a couple in. of uh, sub, you know, versions of the uh, series where I was like, oh, I'm not sure if I'll go in, you know, the fan choice or whatever. I'm glad mm. I didn't go in for that. But, you know, uh, Demo Man, De- Demo Man? Demo, Demo Man, Man, yeah. Dra- Dra- Drago, Drago Man, Man, Drago Man, Drago Man yes. and, uh, you know, the Castle Grayskull Man and things like They are phenomenal figures mm. uh, and they're fan creations. But then on the flip side, uh, some of those other fan creations are pretty average. Um, you know, I what you're saying, photog, fearless photog, fearless photog. I like Sidechop is the worst, yeah. and I, ref, I still to this day refuse to uh, have him in my collection. No offense to uh, the uh, uh, designer yeah, I, behind the, it, but the, the thing was, you talk about going to San Diego. I was there, like, like the year I after. met Ben. Yep. We were going through the the hot tips, like he said at um, at Wavel, and I went in. What was it, 2011? Yep. Were you there, ten? Yeah, yeah 10, 11. Yeah. And my vote was the Granomere, red yeah. versus green. And I remember yeah. walking out the door and they gave me the mini comic that they, oh, that's going to yeah, come with nice. one of the figures. I think um, uh, Thunder Punch He-Man or whatever, the first mini comic, yeah. which is a continuation of that three-part, was a retelling of the first of the three-part Powers of Grayscale saga. And I remember saying, I think, I don't know who it was, one of the, Tim Seeley maybe, one of the um, comic book artists. I said, oh, I had this comic. He's like, oh, you can go through it and see what the differences are in this one because we based it on the first one. And then talking to Eric Treadaway about Dem- um, Drago Man and, and all that sort of, all those cool memories. But I remember we, we went to, I think, Hennessy's Irish Bar in San Diego. Val Staples of He-Man.org had put on this big, you know, it was super generous. It was like free drinks and... And, and um, so he-man.org. Scott yeah. Knightley was yeah. there. Um, I met, um, I met you know like Bill Benneke, William Benneke, who was working on the DC line. DC Universe was there, and Terry Higuchi. And I chatted to Bill Benneke and Terry Higuchi like all night. Fantastic guys. 
And Terry was talking, he's going, I've just designed this figure. Um, you're going to see it. You know, it's one of these fan choices and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, I didn't want to overthink it and blah, blah. We're talking about it. I'm like, oh man, that's so cool. I can't wait to see it. And I had his, like, I got his email and I was writing to him and Bill and send a few emails. And then it came out, Terry Higuchi's figure was Psychop. And and I was like, I, was like <laughs> I wanted to love it because I'd met the guy and I talked to him you about it. You told him how much you were going to love uh, it. Yeah. And you didn't. And, and like... <laughs> I get where he was coming from. Like, you know, and and again, you know, to your yeah. point, throw anything at the wall when generally there's no bad ideas. And he went for that kind of that very Japanese anime, mm. big oversized weapons. I've got Psychop. And like, I don't, I don't hate him, but I took those big Edward Scissor hands off yeah. and I gave him like a Roboto hand, yep. his claw hand. And I gave him the other hand from my Horde Prime, which yep. is like a... Med- and then I go, okay, I, I don't I don't hate that now. Now he's side, side chopless. Well, like, no, 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 in fact, part sorry. Of the, part of the figure. No, no, no. I gave him the axe from Roboto. Uh, so I gave, him, okay. I gave him chop, Horde chop. Prime's yeah, hand okay. and the axe. Got around but, it, yeah. So, so just like a, a furry beast man body yeah. on a robotic, you know, torso. It's a weird mix, Like it isn't just it? doesn't... It, anyway, like, yeah. Yeah. Can, can I just sort of summarise everything you guys have just said? Because I've said very little because you guys Sorry, have just yeah. gone, bah! Yeah, <laughs> Which no, is totally no, fair no. enough. I get it. This is a very important line to for both of you guys. I'm going to say this now. This is the definitive He-Man line. Yep. Yeah, I know. I, know vintage, I think it is. Vintage, vintage yep. started it all. You know, respect where respect is due. But if you're, if you're saying, and I'm going to guess ahead of time the votes will reflect this, this is, this is the line. Now, yes, it's... 10, 20 years old, however, now very hard. Some of them go for big money. You know, good luck trying to find a snake mountain if you want to pick up one these days. This is the definitive line. It's the definitive line. It is the biggest line in terms of sheer number of characters. It covers Filmation, it covers the toys, it covers 2000X. Prototypes. Goes through all of it. Yeah. If If you want a figure that, and you're not sure what line to look for it in, it's gonna be in classics. It's that simple. Oh, couldn't agree more. And and I remember Darren and I would have this conversation where he would say, "What do you What do you prefer, vintage or <laughs> or two thousand and eight? Um, and and at the time when I was deep into it, I'm like, "Well, it's no contest. It's it's classics, right? Mm. Like it's classics all the way." And Darren, you know, being typical Darren, would be, you know. He had his view. Didn't decide. No, no well, I think his view was very much, he loved the fact that Classics was giving us all these things we never got in the vintage mm. line. But you could never tear away his love from that vintage line. He was never going to put anything above it, no matter what, yeah. because of the nostalgia factor. And I was like, there is no way you can, you can say vintage line. Because these look at look at the sculpting. The sculpting's better. The articulation's better. The paint apps are better. You've got all these other characters. It's one. You're bringing in Shira. You're bringing in new adventures. It's all the same scale. Mm-hmm. It's complete. There's no contest. And 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 now, I very much turned the other way. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I as much as I love classics, and as much as it is the definitive line, there is a tug that will always pull me to that kind of. Goofy aesthetic. Yep. That, for for all intents and purposes, I know objectively classics is better, but there's this weird part of my brain that just draws me yep. to those vintage. I figures. feel like everything you said. I'm going to cut, copy, paste when we do this with Ninja Turtles. Yeah, because it's, it'll <laughs> yeah. be the same thing for yeah. me. Hundred <laughs> percent. So on that, do I? Oh, we're going to pick some favorites. Pick a favorite. Frank, figure. you get to go first. I'm going to go with one that I now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the only line that has ever done an Adora figure? Yes, I believe so. Yep, yeah, yep. well, 
let let's say now. Yeah, Ador- I think in Adora that, in that, as opposed to Shearer. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, all I'm thinking of is they did a a bigger figure that could change that yep, bigger Shearer. Do- it's a doll oh, style. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But that was later, sure. and it's not in that scale. It's so. not a yeah. No. Figures was, as opposed and, to dolls. And I there's guess, is yeah. like Shearer and that. Like she was transforming. There's transforming. no other scale. There's no yeah. other figures except for the um the. What do you call it? The variant of she- She-Ra. Starburst, Starburst, Shira. Yeah, they, that's the only other one they did in that line. Mm. They were going to look at Catra and everything. It just yeah, never yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I think that Adora figure is like it could be filmation, or it yep. could be like it fits beautifully it's, and it plugs yeah. a gap that has just been vacant for so long. It's accurate. It comes with the you know the blaster and the sword. I just I think that's. A gorgeous figure in in a line that was going by this stage. I think Adora was like 2010, so yeah, several years in. Um, that they sort of was said that that was probably a real indicator at the time to say this is the sort of length we're going to. We're not just going to do the original 70 odd figures. Yep. We're going to go places we've never gone before, and it's uh, yeah, one of my favourites. Cool. Out of 19. Oh, um, look. Uh, particularly given that uh, you know you, you spoke about your emotional attachment with, with Darren with this, I'm a bit the same. Given yeah. that the ones that I have, not on the from. I remember looking at the pictures in Insane Jealousy. Um, I acquired the collection through Darren, so it's got to be 19. It has to be cool, cool, cool. Uh, key figure I have to call out, uh, old mate Cobra Khan. I know Cobra you, Khan, man, or, or Camo Khan. No, Cobra Ooh. Khan. Cobra because because my custom. Camo Khan, yep. uh, I is better than the uh, mass-produced one, the uh, San Diego, the uh, PowerCon Power one. Yeah. Um, so, but no, Cobra Khan to me, straight up and down, was a very plain figure in the vintage line, right? And it was, and it's a dime a dozen. It's when the it's at that you know level of the vintage toy line that absolutely at its mass peak produced, right? Mm-hmm. So you find him everywhere. And then here comes, yeah, right. um, you know, uh, Cobra Khan in classics, right? And he's finally got that finned hood, hood like yeah. like into, we saw in 2000X, and I just adore that. I think that's so cool. He comes with his little, um, you know, lizard little character. Yep. I think they called him Pixel, depend, Pixel Dan. Pixel Dan. Uh, oh, did they? Yeah. that, and uh, everyone started saying it was Pixel and things, so that was cool. And it just blew me out of the water. It was just perfect it was the perfect upgrade of a very generic looking regular figure to a elite class classics version and is the original the sculpt suffered because of the water squirting feature that's right right. right. same with leech you know yeah and and i just it was one of those ones i'll call cobra khan's coming cool you know cobra khan's getting some fan love and things get him in hand and just absolutely blown away. And mm. special shout out as well to Fisto because yep. Fisto was uh, another character that was just so cool. Um, standout uh, playset or uh, vehicle, I've got to call out Castle Grayskull. Like, oh my God. Like, we are never mm. going to be in a position where I can drop $300 USD and have a playset that big, right? It just, and getting a phone call from the mail delivery girl saying, you know, there's <laughs> you an to come enormous <laughs> box here for you. Would you like me to leave it to the post office? No, you are leaving it. You can open that back door, you know, I'll... kick the dog, put it down there. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to finish work and come home. And I remember it was such a bloody hot day. Yeah. I come home, cracked a beer and unboxed it on oh. my pool table. I still had the, pool, the table pool table in the, um, in the room. And it, it is just a, you know, I, I, I could never fit Snake, Mountain in there, but Castle Grey Skull uh, just again being at the height 
peak of the toy line mm. receiving that and just uh, wow factor all those glistening uh, extras that the vintage line you know um, tried to do or stickers and things yeah. now Turned interpreted into, into 3D yep. uh, yep. absolutely oh, amazing the space suit yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for me this gets a solid 19 out of 19 I think because I, I was, you know, I love the vintage line. Don't get me wrong, but I have very um, spotty memories yep. of playing this with is it, all. Where yeah. this all is so clear in the driver's seat. Uh, yep. I, I met so many cool friends uh, that I still chat to to this day. You know, Frank and Darren, especially um, people online, uh, and just following the whirlwind of excitement on online social media and stuff. Uh, just you know, it 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 sparked me doing creating an Instagram account. You know, it sparked mm. me creating all those accounts because I just had so much passion for this toy line. And you know, to think I would seeing picking up those Toy Fair magazines and seeing oh, you know, He Man's coming, uh, Skeletor, yeah, He Man's yep. coming out soon. Oh, Beast Man's next. Mm. Asking my wife, you know, oh, what about? But you got to get it. You know, <laughs> those were they they will she will go to the grave regretting. <laughs> Only she knew. Yeah, patting me on the shoulder, saying, yeah, nah, "Do it. You have to <laughs> do get, it. Ben. Get, get them all. Get them all." Mentality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, love this line to death. Before I go into my favourites, I do just have to shout out. Almost the precursor to, to Toy Power was. I remember when you would invite. We'd, we'd have yep. Comic Con. Yep. And and we would we D- Darren and Ben and I would sit there and analyze all the reveals as they'd come out, and we'd meet at Ben's toy in Ben's toy room, and we'd have you'd have the classics on the wall, yep. and we would go through each figure yeah. and just talk <laughs> about it, yeah. and it was we'd just ha- we'd have the like a very mundane run sheet of yeah. what was revealed, and we'd be like, oh, how cool is this? Like you know, you guys had a things, run sheet for you know, the show, yeah, no years. no recording, <laughs> nah, nah, just just but just talk, and we would talk for hours, yeah. just yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, it, cool. it started with Darren and I, and then, yeah, that's uh, right, I got, then, uh, I got the call. Trent came around the, the and it just it just spiraled from there like it just nice. and it was a, a, a absolute passion of you know fanfare catch up and it was just so much better to do it in person than yeah. just a you know what you can chat to about on uh, um, you know messenger or whatever AOL so, back in the day yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Lime wire. Oh, no, what's it called? Um, yeah anyway um, ICQ yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> interestingly uh, it's so hard because you know like Adora is a big one for me. And even you know the way they realise Shearer in this line, they're, yeah. they're they're kind of there's a lot that hit the mark on my radar. There's just so many that I'm just like, wow, they did that. And I, I'm a big fan of a lot of the filmation. Like I wasn't in classics that first Spiker that came out. I loved Spiker as a kid, and they didn't nail the face sculpt for me. Mm. But then when they did the filmation version of yeah. Spiker, I'm like, man, that is almost perfect for me because mm. I'm a big Spike or Spike fan. But if I have to pick one figure, it it's the Frank Langella Skeletor. Nice. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's it just again, I never thought we'd get it. Yep. The way they've sculpted his head, that it's it's an actor under, under makeup and that is yep. clear. Like I think the new one, the one we talked about last week in the Masterverse line, doesn't have that level of detail. Yep. But this it's is blurred so too much. it's too yeah. and maybe yeah. when we see the final figure we'll, we'll get that. But this is clearly like an actor under there with makeup, and that is just brilliant. I love that figure. I love that the Dolph is a is a is a very high one as well. Um, and yeah, in terms of, I know we talked about. I haven't cracked my Snake Mountain open. I haven't seen Frank's yet, um, but I did like the Talon Fighter in the sense that yeah, they kept it as a two seater, and the one improvement I think they could have always made with that from the original was to put the the window on it right like mm. to put the clear plastic window and i think they they nailed that 
that aspect of it. And again, with the painted elements, that sticker that was at the back with all the tools and the med kit now and stuff. Now 3D. Now yeah. all 3D yep. and all painted beautifully. So very, very cool line. Out of 19, it's it's hard. There's some missteps in this line, oh, of definitely. course. And definitely. there were some mm. issues. You mentioned Digital River. Digital River was a digital company. Yes. It would sell software. It was insane <laughs> that they got the distribution rights. And I think at some point they must have bumped them off and created their own yeah. in-house. Because mm. like, I remember Darren got an email saying, um, your item is now ready for download. <laughs> he bought a figure. He bought a figure and the, the email he got was basically... They were selling NFT Master yeah. of the Universe before they were cool. Like, <laughs> insane how that deal got done. Like, that's just... Yeah, somebody knew someone. And, and like, and I am still... Someone had pictures of someone's ass. <laughs> like, I, I am still extremely sourpuss against uh, Rio Blast because that was a really, really hot uh, character that I was super excited about. And the fact that... You know, none of his levers and things closed properly, and uh, just it was just a hodgepodge yeah. figure that went when you actually physically got it. Armor was really bulky and stuff, and uh, it just real uh, anti climax yeah. on that figure. So, and, and I feel that's, that's not just to name him alone, like no. there were other there, there were that, issues. I feel for like so you had these beautiful prototypes, and this is the era of the internet mm. where all these images are coming out, and then you go to production. And you had there were there were a couple of instances the tealer face on the the talent yep. fighter yep. you know one like um whatever she came with um and and it's just horrendous and the Rio blast was another one bulky armor was a big thing yep. there were a lot of problems mm-hmm. with this bulky armor reversed shoulders <laughs> and King Hiss um, Roboto and just to name a few yeah, yeah. so like that they, they were, you know and and I really feel for them because they were under a microscope in terms of the fans that were on this stuff. Like, and, and I was like, at one point, I'm just like, just use the fans as your QC people. Yeah. Put up some images. This is what we got what from the factory. What, you know, is there anything there? wrong? Yeah. Because they were like, I remember seeing a post and they're like, we do, we, we have picked up so many errors yeah. in this process. And yes, this one slipped through and that one. But you, you just... You're only seeing what yeah. slipped through. Yeah. Don't forget about the other things we picked up. But I'm like, just use the fans. Yeah. Use the fans. You'll get 100%. That's it. And I th- you think back to that era, though. Now they do. Like yeah. You see what's happened with ramen toys and, and yeah. you know, how they're changing sculpt. They're literally going out and asking people. 2008, companies weren't doing that. No. Companies weren't no. doing a Matty Collector, doing it all in-house and all that sort of stuff. So it was a bit of the Wild West. Like, it was, you know, yeah, yeah. The original Masters line is, is, is quoted as being it was a – pioneering in a lot of ways with the media tie-ins and all that sort of stuff classics was pioneering in another way completely in the distribution the in-house stuff fan feedback like it's it was yeah it's amazing that we we got as good as we got for 90 percent of the line definitely that's right this line also uh was the uh creation of pixel dan he he started because of this reviewing this line reviewing it and uh interviewing the uh you know cons and things going up to the uh people that was that was not done until he started doing it now every man and his dog tries to uh schedule an interview and things and i freaking love it like it's Mm. so more much more interactive than what it was previously Uh, and and i think the fans win out uh overall because of this this sort of you know back and forth arrangement so So what was the score again look i have to give it i have to give it 19 the fact that this line got us the definitive line in such a high quality in my opinion and and people will challenge me on this but those 2008 sculpts 
generally they stand up to yep. today yep. in my in my opinion like That's fair. You, you, sure maybe they they eased off on the articulation where masterverse has gone the double jointed and mm. you could say a few things like that but i think they played that very fine line between keeping the sculpt looking good and giving us enough articulation to make them poseable and all those sorts of things so yeah look i, I think the sheer you know if you said you have to pick one line one line only the sheer volume of things yep. we got, this is the definitive line. Yep. You take out the nostalgia, and I think objectively, this is this is the Master of the Universe line that I don't think Origins and I don't think be. Masterverse mm-hmm. is going to get there. With I don't think they're going to knock this line off. Mm-hmm. That, that's my opinion. Who knows yeah. what the future holds? But I, mean, I think this is... Yeah, to, to that point, we said the stats of some of the, the vintage and the 2000X, like 153 items roughly in yep. vintage classics 245 245 snake you know so origins has a, a long yeah, way to go right. to get there and then you sort of question the the quality side even if they do get there numerically yeah so well that that leads us into the final one it's gonna be uh, long but yeah <laughs> it's always gonna happen yeah, let's be yeah, honest 100%. <laughs> oh look i'm just sitting here listening to you guys and you just you're in your element i reckon <laughs> i could have given you an <laughs> on each one. I don't think the fans would have complained either, to be honest. Yeah. All right, our last toy line to talk about is the current Origins Masters of the Universe and lines. Let's go back to Ben, who's about to have a drink, so maybe no, we'll pass no, over no, no, to no. I can I can talk to this. So, yeah, so Origins released in 2019 with the first five-pack San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, which I don't think that's the right way to launch a line, personally. Yeah. Well, this uh, is the Lords of Power five-pack? Yes, pack? Was correct. That right? Oh, yeah. the 2019 was that, that, that Prince Adam two-pack. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, the Lords of Power one. was the next. Okay, around yeah. the same time yeah. era and things. I don't think that's, that's right. a, a way to... You know, the first uh, offering for a new toy line is to be an exclusive. I don't yeah. think that's... I mean... Sets the wrong tone, Cla- doesn't Classics it? did it, but with uh, King with Grayskull. With an obscure character. But that character. was more uh, 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 obtainable, I believe, than this five-pack. That's a lot of money, you know, yeah. uh, to drop. Anyway, so uh, we've got roughly 83 uh, figures and counting. We've got vehicles. We've even got the play set. We've yep. got the, uh, you know, future of Eternia coming, which mm-hmm. is just a... Uh, mind-boggling that they're you know going to do this no word on release date for that yet which is interesting uh but uh, this this line is fantastic i think they've done it really well by dialing back the uh, paint applications and the um you know uh, all that uh size and everything they've gone back to the 5.5 mm. i love the fact that that you can interchangeable arms and yeah, uh, legs and things like that thing. i think that's a great play feature for a you know for a um, younger generation to pick up and play with the price point is bang on like you cannot yeah. deny that um, when all the other prices throughout the uh, collecting community you know are going up and up and up and uh, you know Origins at Big W at a regular you know um, retail store is around $21 like that is just yeah well you can fantastic. go into Toy World which is known for being a bit pricier here in Australia and pick up He-Man and Skeletor. They're still there. I was in there yesterday. Yep. They're still there for twenty bucks, nineteen ninety nine. Perfect. You and, know, that and is just like that's very affordable. Yep. When yep. really your other toys on the shelves are, are going to be between thirty five and forty yep. for yep. A, a Star Wars Black, a Marvel Legends. You're even pushing forty five now in some stores. So yep. twenty bucks, fifteen, yep. twenty bucks. What were they on sale at Big W when they fifteen dollars? Fifteen bucks. Yeah. Like yep. that is so yeah, really, really good. And uh, I, I think this is fantastic. Um, we've seen most of the uh, vintage line uh, roster, you know, produced now. There's not too many. I think they're going to get to a horde. 
uh, and Snake Men are definitely hitting the scene now. And I just love the fact they're branching out to knockoff lines. Like oh, that's my bread and so butter. Good. You want to talk you about know? what makes his line stand out, which has been the question? Yeah. It's that. It's yeah. We just yep. finished saying classics did everything. Classics done yep. it all. And then they didn't do Sun Man. No, they no. haven't done you know the Warriors well, of the they, Sun. What, this yes. is this is what Origins brings new yep. to the table because yep. you could be quite critical of it. Looking going. It's the same human figure I bought 40 years ago yeah. and you've just given him extra points of articulation. Why am I doing this again? Well, because you're getting characters you never had before and that's amazing you can say that after 40 years. Yeah. like, And it's a good, like, there's some good stop gaps in this line if you don't have some of the original figures. In the show. <laughs> I was still not <laughs> <laughs> How did the mic pick that up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. That's staying in that's, the edit. That's why um, I was pretty quick to you stop. Can use, you can you put that into the uh, the sound bite? No, well, just start mixing them up. We've all got to do our sound as it's well. It's a toilet break sound. Here yeah. it is. Um, <laughs> you weren't expecting it to be that loud, no, were you? No. I saw your face. He's like, no, nah, I've got this. I've got this. And then he's like, oh, that's really loud. <laughs> Oh, derailed oh, us with water bed. Yeah, I can't even remember what we're talking about. Um, Sun Man. Yeah, what makes his line stand out? Like yeah. So I, I think one of the critical things that uh, a lot of people have said is where are the origins of Origin Motu, right? So, you know, the green uh, trap jaw, the, um, you know, the Keldor figure, you know, where, where do yeah. these origin characters... Oh, like, origins is a bit off, of a, na- a exactly. name, isn't it? I, like understand, it's just I saying, understand, but like, you know, mm, when you it, when the first release was the five, the, the yes, Lords of Power... Which is and really the, the, the origins. Yeah. The He-Man uh, and Prince Adam in their the very original yep. Yep. Uh, comic book. So that sets the scene of this is what's going to come out. That's and then fair. they're like, here's some He-Man, here's some Skeletor and things. And, uh, you know, it's just blurry waters which way they were trying to go with origins being uh, just a name or origins mm. being a meaning to the toy line i, I so, think it, it yeah. had it, to me it had a direction at the start of the line that's not there anymore i don't think yeah origins means too much um in my opinion they're, they're certainly giving fans what they want i think mm-hmm. in terms of going like you know here's snout spout and you're going to get the cartoon head um, here's Hordak and we'll give him an extra head with the smiling look right? Here's, but you're going to get the the vintage mm. frowny face here's Leech with the vintage toy style uh, yeah. suction cup thing but, but here's the classics yeah. uh, Leech yep. head as well with and the open hands. mouth some regular hands just phenomenal so, so you know to me they've sort of scrapped we have to go back to the very origin of everything and give you mm. a green goddess yep. like they'll, they'll give you those things but it's not what is fundamental to the yep. line yep it's a nostalgic line, and and I think it's paying homage to what came before it. It's giving us all those things we expect now in terms of box art. This is the you know the negative yeah, marks for art. classics is is resolved by this line. That you know you can put rock these burst. the rock burst. You put these on the shelves, and they give you that feel that that walking into a toy store in the 80s mm. and, and the way they've done the packaging. They've absolutely nailed that. And the articulation that we can finally get, you know, that we've never had with the yep. uh, 5.5 vintage line. And now, you know, you can lift their arms and butterfly and, you know, <laughs> just... I still remember we, we both, uh, Scotty and I both picked up uh, Ninja around the same time and uh, he's come around my tour room, you know, a couple of weeks later and he's, he's looked and I've got, because a bit like, as I've said previously, I'm getting the, you know, the likes of King Randall, some of the really hard to scare glow is a great example. 
And they just sit in with my vintage figures. Which fit perfectly. Yeah, they fit yeah, perfectly really well. Except that in the case of Ninja, yes. well, you got that posing you never had. So he's got his arm up sort of like, like he's drawing a longbow. Yeah. And Scotty walks in and goes, yeah, that's exactly how I've got mine posed too. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, you couldn't do that with, with those original figures. Um, to the point about Origins as a name, yeah, you're right. It's, it feels like that direction's been lost, particularly now that we know that there's 2000 and X yes. styled characters coming out in this very vintage style, you know, 5.5 um, styling. So, which, I don't know, to me, I sort of thought that the Masterverse was that catch-all line where you can do 2000X, you can do new adventures, you can do whatever the hell you want. But, yeah, I, I do feel Origins loses a point for deviating. Trying to be from, too much. Trying to, trying to be all-encompassing. I was like, no, no, you've got your Masterverse line. To, to me, the very, if you were talking names, Masterverse is... Everything. It's the universe. It's yep. all encompassing. Go go ham. Make whatever you want. And then Origins is just sort of like, yeah, these figures are really easy to make. Part swapping, you know, there's yep. a lot of yep. reuse stuff there and they're just throwing whatever they can into that line, I feel. Yep. Mm. Uh, look, I, I like it. I, I do collect it. I sort of started off dabbling in one loose, one mint on card and I just thought that was getting a bit silly because it is it, they are hard to get here mm. you do generally have to go I found go online and you're paying about 35 bucks yep. Yep. for them I've had a few run-ins with just you know people I've bought through I still haven't got my trap jaw my orco my prince adam on sky so I ordered these over two years ago oh so like it's still still not here um, which is kind of crazy so just some of the problems in getting this line and I don't think I will get trap jaw I think uh I'll probably have to go to eBay to get him. I think my my seller is going to um, cancel that one and just give me a refund. Mm. But um, it, it's it's a cool line. It a, a lot of people that collect this are, are loving the cards, keep them you know on their shelves, yep. and they go. I feel like you know Stuart Brown is a great example yep. of someone yep. who sold off a lot of his collection, but is recollecting Origins and saying. You know, I had a lot of these mocks, the vintage mocks, mm. but these do it for me, right? Yeah. They look like they a look nice, hard, don't they? Well, know, they, they look good. Uh, shout out to my wife is going to kill me uh, and uh, Lord, what's it, Power? I don't know what the He Man Power podcast. I can't remember their name. Anyway, uh, they Steve Bash, uh, Bashetti, He does. He's got his diorama of uh, vintage toys, and every time he gets a, the new Origins one, he swaps it, swaps them out. Uh, so he puts his vintage one, uh, you know, out, uh, moves it into and locks it away oh, and and okay. puts the origin one in its place. Using uh, it to protect his originals. With that and just the articulation and things yeah. for a diorama that's, yes. you know, very heavy on, um, you know, visual aspects. The uh, mm. articulation plays a huge part in the overall look of the diorama. So yep. I think he's going for that route as well. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I would say one thing like the... the then they're not quite up to the quality no. of the original figures. Like I had, I can't remember which one it was. Um, maybe it was a Roboto, and and I I, cra- I got I got two, so I cracked one. And the hand, like so, the non-robot hand, the the kind of humanoid hand, the red gloved hand, the fingers are all deformed. You know, right. like they're just all bent and weird. And then they're not. And I don't know. I haven't tried a hair dryer to kind of iron them out, but they're. The, the, you know, the, the original figure that wouldn't have happened no the plastic way. was a different mm. type of plastic it was more solid you know you could bang that one around and it would still be perfectly formed whereas straight out of the box this one was just malformed 
And so I reckon, you know, just in terms of the way they do the paint apps, just in terms of kind of the feel of the plastic, it's not quite up to that standard. Um, and, and I noticed that. Like, it's not, it's not bad. I'm not saying these are bad quality. It's probably more so how hardy and how durable yep. and kind of like how well those originals were, were kind of manufactured mm. is kind of a testament to maybe the fact they could use lead-based paints that they yeah. can't use now that would, would <laughs> stay on the figures pretty much, uh, whereas now they have to, you know, consider health and, and those other good things. All right, let's round it out. Ben, favorite figure and a score. I'm going to go for Skeletor from the uh, oh, yes. the, the uh, Power 2-pack. What's it called? Lords yeah. of Power? Or, no, not nah, Lords another of Power. No, another one. It's um, the Rise, 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 Rise of, Rise of Evil, Evil 2 pack. Uh, yeah. So this Skeletor oh. that I'm talking about, here, it's got gems in its eyes. Mm-hmm. Like It comes with yes, um, two weapons. It comes with his Havoc Staff and his um, sword. And there's green, sort of like lime green highlights uh, on top of the purple um, weapons that sort of translucent like yeah, isn't it? Yeah, looks yeah, like it's yeah. powering, powering up. up. It just is so cool. Uh, it's it's meant to be like a more Keldor-esque uh, Skeletor, but, um, you know, threw away that Keldor head and put the Skeletor on. And I just, he, he, he's he got a cape and everything. He just looks so cool. Uh, so he is top contender for me. Uh, special shout out to the land shark uh, that mm-hmm. came in this toy line. I I haven't got it, but I um I love. It's quite a bit bigger. I, it yeah. is a bit bigger, yeah. but the, the the selling point of it is on the two missiles that it's got is little shark mouths that uh, at the at the tips of the uh, missile guns. I just that to me is the creme de la creme. <laughs> I've never noticed yeah. that. Oh, tra- that, is that right? Thing, it, you, at first glance, you go, oh, it's just the same thing. Yeah. They've just turned the machine back on. But there are little embellishments no, quite, on a yeah. lot of yeah. it okay. where they've gone, hey, we've got scale scope to just you know just tweak it a little bit and little nods like that are wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I don't ca- collect this line actively. I do have a few figures and I've got some on pre-order that I really want, like, you know, um, uh, Mantena that's got yes, the four legs four and legs. things like yeah. just I have to have that. And they do fit seamlessly into your vintage collection. Uh, for price-wise, the opportunity to get, you know, characters that I never got, the knockoff figures like Sunman and mm. uh, Pighead and stuff like I just cannot wait. So I'm going to give this a solid um, 16 out of 19. Yeah, uh, I'm going to, along those lines of, of plugging vintage gaps per se, I'm going to go with Scareglow. The fact that Scareglow come out in like, what, wave two? Yeah. Like was a real indicator to say, oh, this can, you know, it's not just going to be the same eight-back, ten-back characters we get with every Masters reboot. We're going to pull out all the stops and, and you know, get, go some really uh, sought-after characters. So, yeah, Scareglow for me, um, I... Probably wish he had a cloth cape, even if it's not to the same quality of the the original. But still, um, bugger paying whatever stupid price you would be asked for a scarego. A bit more than twelve dollars, I'd say, Ben. For a, was it twelve? I wouldn't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually that's actually just been shipped off to Trenton Barrett. So uh, oh right, yeah, he, he yeah. was uh, he made me an offer, and uh, I'd like I like to see things that go to so people, people I know. Um, it, yeah. And yeah, so he was. He had a knockoff cape on his, yep. and uh, we made a deal. And yeah, oh, excellent! So. The story's got a happy ending. So yeah, Scareglow for mine. Um, yeah, be like Ben. I'm not actively picking up all the things, but cherry picking to, to plug those gaps. Eternia, I will be getting. So oh, that's the thing. <laughs> that's another refit to the toy room. Um, so I'm going to go and look. This is it's it's a fun line. It's getting kids into it. It, it does the rock burst. It does it ticks a lot of boxes. Even if yep. I'm not actively. Getting them all. I'm going to go 16 out of 19. Yeah. Uh, Ninja for me on this one. Mm. Uh, I think 
you know, just with the cloth goods on the original, it never fitted over the face that yeah. well. Whereas this, the, the head sculpt on this and, and the torso is just beautiful. So I love that figure. Um, in terms of the vehicles, I, I, I do want to get the Prince Adam with his sky sled. And, and I think they did a really good job with the bases and putting the flight stands in and having the articulation the, the, the on the sort of um, wind swept yeah, uh, base and things. I think yeah, a really yeah. really cool idea. Um, I'm going to give it 17. I think they're doing a lot right with this line, and I think it it's got, I reckon, another two three years At going least, strong. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. All right, well done, gentlemen. That was actually really, really introspective. Congratulations. <laughs> well done. It's good to I forge like new like words. <laughs> Macquarie Dictionary. It's gonna we could have right. said anything and you still could have described it using that word. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so part of what we were doing here tonight is we took scores from each of you for your particular toy lines. And now we're going to finalize a ranking for the four lines that we went through. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in with 43 out of 57 was the 2000X toy line. Mm-hmm. Next, we have with 49 out of 57, Motu Origins. Oh, okay. The last two are very, very close Ooh. in their scores. Yeah. It's not a tie. We do have a definitive winner. <laughs> uh, the the runner-up tonight is with 57 points, the Vintage line. Yeah. So our winner tonight yeah. was yeah. a... had to be. Full house of 19 out of 19 from everyone. Mm-hmm. 57 out of 57 is the Classics line. Nice. And that's yeah. fair. I think yeah. that's yeah. a fair yeah. result. Like, yeah. uh, Yep. Can't yeah. disagree with that. Well done. I like that. That's yeah. cool. Yep. So, guys, then, well done. It was... Uh, sorry, Frank. I was just going to say, so this is like... Are we going to round one and then are we going to pick like the winner of the, let's say we do a Turtles one and Transformers <laughs> one and then the like grand off. final? A like round a- robin. <laughs> introspective <Just> introspective <laughs> where's your on. sound where come on let's get let's get a sound a sound what? yeah for the clip what was your sound then? Oh, I can't. That. I will play it back what's that worry. what's that what that squeal that he made in that episode can you bring that yes. back in yes we'll do it just do a mishmash of ben's favorite uh, sounds and put it all it's all ben yeah <laughs> That's my sound. All right. All right. Wonderful journey there, guys. It was great to hear from each of you, your personal stories from each of these toy lines. I'm sure the fans will get a lot out of this as well. Congratulations. Well done. The first of many I have lined up. Okay. Producer Scott. Take you up on that challenge. Wonderful. Thank you, Scotty. Thanks for everyone tuning in to another episode of Toy Power. To all our patrons, thank you for your ongoing support and chatter on the discord we love it and for everyone else tuning into another episode we really appreciate your company and support stay safe take care look after one another and we will see you around the toy aisles and until next time good journey you can find the toy power team at all the usual online places facebook.com slash toy power podcast at toy power podcast on both twitter and instagram or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. <laughs>